Welcome to Whose Podcast Is It Anyway? A show where our host engages in a lively conversation with the guest. The guest chooses the topic and the host has no prior preparation or knowledge of the topic. Please note that the opinions expressed on this program are the opinions and views of the host and the guests and are not necessarily the same opinions and views of Al Seeger or Point of Insanity Game Studio. And now, here's your host, Chad Knight. Good evening and welcome to Whose Podcast Is It Anyway? I'm your host, Chad Knight. Let's go ahead and get right into it tonight. Welcome to my mind, Mayor. Well, the first thing on my mind is the elections. So, I mean, it's almost over, people. When when this drops, there will be four days till election. So that means it's almost over. I'm sure right now it's worse than it's ever been. Uh, the ads are going to be hot and heavy, but it's almost over. But with saying that, get out there and vote, people. You can't piss and moan about things if you don't vote. So that's always been my steadfast rule anyway. I'm like, if you're not going to go out and vote, I don't want to hear about it. If you vote, like I do, uh, you know, you can, you can complain about it as much as you want because that's, that's your, that's your right. So, um, so that's all I'm going to say about that. Cause like I said, it's almost over. Let's move forward, find out in a few days who the new president is. And, uh, hopefully, hopefully it's whoever you want it to be. Uh, so, um, second thing again, I'm going to talk about Evercon again. We've got games coming in. We've got a lot of games starting to come in. Um, so get your games in. If you haven't done it yet, go out there, go to www.evercon.org, click on, um, attend and then, uh, enter your games into there. Um, if you do 12 hours worth of GMing during the weekend, you get your badge reimbursed. So that, I mean, basically you get paid $40 for doing 12 hours of work. So now granted, it's not a great rate, but it's something, isn't it? So, um, our vendor room is filling up. Um, if you're interested in a vendor space, um, if you got something out there, you're like, Hey man, gamers are going to love this stuff. Go out again. Like I said, to evercon.org, look, uh, under attend and there'll be a spot there where you can click on and, uh, uh, you know, sign up for a table if there's any left at this point. I mean, there is as we're recording this, but that's three weeks ago. So I can't guarantee anything, but check it out. Um, and the last thing is volunteers. We're always looking for volunteers. Uh, go out to uh, evercon.org if you volunteer 10 hours during the weekend. That's going to get you a reimbursement on your badge as well. So we're doing a lot of things for you, for you helping us. So go ahead, get out there, do what you want to do, um, become, have a fun time, and of course, get your badges. The earlier you get the badges, the better idea we have of what we need to offer for you to have a good weekend. <coughs> All right, so I'm going to change up the the format here a little bit. If you've listened to this game, listened to this before, normally I'd go right into um, this week in history or today in history. But I'm going to change this up a little bit because a lot of the guests have been talking about history and that kind of stuff. I'm going to introduce my guest tonight. We're not going to get into the topic yet. I'm just going to introduce her. She will tell you about herself, and then we'll go into history. And after that, then we'll get into the topic. So. My guest tonight, I have known for, well, as she put it, since the Stone Age. No, we've known each other um, as friends uh, for about 30 years. Um, we've known each other longer, actually, because we went to the same grade school. 
Um, but uh, without further ado, uh, Tracy Lambrecht. Well, howdy doody. So, tell us about yourself. Now, um, you know, give us a rundown what you do in the real world, because obviously this is internet radio, so it's not the real world. Ooh, ooh, does that mean I don't have to tell the truth? You don't have to tell the <laughs> truth. I'm not going to call you on it. Well, I might, but... I'm officially then about five foot eight, 120 pounds, blonde hair, blue eyes. And if anybody knows me believes that, I got some swampland to sell you. She nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, myself, like you said, I've known you since the Stone Age, a.k.a. grade school years, which yep. to my kids is the Stone Age. To everybody's kids is the Stone Age. This is true. You know, when you say something to them, they're like, oh, you're not old. But if you listen to them talk, they think we're old. Your kids say you're not old. I'm not believing that. They do. They they will say, well, you're not. Well, okay, let me rephrase that. They say, you're not that old. What do they want? Usually money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. My daughter doesn't bother with that anymore. It's, <laughs> she's, you're she's just, just old. You're old and I'm in your wallet. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even need to ask your wallet anymore. I just hand it over. Yeah. Yeah. That's my oldest, by the way. She's 17. And uh, speaking of kids, yes, I have a passel. We have a 17-year-old. We have a... And by we, yes, I do mean me and my husband. And shout out to my husband. I love you. Okay, sorry. had to do it. <laughs> he I knows my husband. <laughs> I, I do. And um, I doubt he's ever listened to one of my podcasts. So I'm safe. Yeah, exactly. You can say whatever you want tonight. Ooh, I won't send him a link or anything. Oh, I didn't think so. <coughs> yeah, uh, ooh, got something there. <laughs> little bullshit caught in your throat? No, just just little. And <coughs> I mean a lot. Anyway, so we've got a 17-year-old. We would have a 6-year-old. No, yeah, 6-year-old. We have a 5-year-old. A 3-year-old. We would have had about a 1-year-old. And we currently have one on the way. Happily married. Can you tell? I'm not... Well, okay, does, <laughs> yeah. my, I guess my question is, you, you say happily married like that's a given, but isn't it possible to have a lot of kids and not be happily married? Not in this day and age. <laughs> you well, be... well, you can still have a lot of kids. I mean, hell, I know people that have lots of kids by other people. Not all from the same guy, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> anything's possible. Anyway, so, alright, so, quick introduction, um... We'll get through that. Let's get into today in history. So, November 4th, 1922, the entrance to King Tut's tomb discovered. Now, when I was looking through these items, there's a reason I picked this particular uh, topic. Back in grade school, do you remember this? Oh, yes. We did a thing called, I think it was called International Day. Day. Yeah, yeah. And, and Tracy and I got partnered up, or we partnered up. I can't remember anymore. I mean, it was years ago. But we got Egypt. So that's why I picked this, because, you know, those little things. <laughs> <laughs> so, November 4th, 1922. Entrance to King Tut's tomb discovered. British archaeologist Howard Carter and his workmen discover a step leading to the tomb of King Tutankhamun in the Valley of the Kings in Egypt. When Carter first arrived in Egypt in 1891, most of the ancient Egyptian tomb, tombs had been discovered. Though the little-known King Tutankhamun, who had died when he was 18, was still unaccounted for. After World War I, Carter began an intensive search for King Tut's tomb, finally finding steps to the burial room hidden in the debris near the entrance of the nearby tomb of King Ramses VI in the Valley of the Kings. 
On November 26, 1922, Carter and fellow archaeologist Lord Carnarvon entered the interior chamber of the tomb, finding them miraculously intact. Thus began a momental excavation project process in which Carter carefully explored the four-room tomb over several years, uncovering an incredible collection of several thousand objects. The most splendid archaeological find was the stone sarcophagus containing three coffins nested within each other. Inside the final coffin, which was made out of solid gold, was the mummy of the boy king Tutankhamun, preserved for more than 3,000 years. Most of these treasures are now housed in the Cairo Museum. So, you know, I've always been a fan of King Tut and, and uh, you know, Egypt in general. It's just a mysterious kind of place, you know. Um, but, um, you know, for years I thought his name was just King Tut, which, you know, uh, we live in America where, uh, education is iffy at best. Um, so, but, uh, so Tutankhamun, uh, better known as the boy king, you know, he was, um, he did a lot in his short reign, um, mostly through his, I don't want to, I don't think it was his mother. I think it was his aunt worked at, worked as, as his regent when uh when he was too young because he came to power at the age of 10 so could you imagine being in charge of an entire nation at the age of 10 can you imagine me in power at the age of 10 no i knew you at the age of 10 (laughs) (laughs) there'd be a lot of dead people (laughs) yeah yeah all right so let's let's jump into what we're talking about tonight so last week on the on the uh, podcast i made the guest like i do every week uh, my record is 0-11 right now, and since we're into episode 12, it's surely to be 0-12 here shortly. But, um, like I said, I've known Tracy for a long time, so I went through all kinds of things in my head. And then I got down to what I thought she's into now, what she's mostly into now. So, I said we were going to talk about children and parenting in general. And the way she's looking at me, I am wrong. Am I wrong? Yes and no, but mostly wrong. But mostly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what are we talking about? Well, it's funny that you should be bringing up our childhood and the things that we did when we were younger and archaeology because what I want to talk about this week is remember way back, way back, way back when we were riding dinosaurs and we were deciding what you want to be when you grow up. Oh. So whatever happened to that? We have, when we were children, I want to be a doctor. We get older. Okay, a little more realistic. I want to be a brain surgeon. <clears throat> and now we're older and I just want to win the lottery. Yeah, that is my retirement plan. It's my That or, or one of my children being successful. I plan on winning the lottery. <laughs> Ouch. Oh. I hope your kids don't listen to this ever. I love you all. Pick a nice retirement home for me, please. <laughs> but I know what you're saying. Absolutely. So so what happens to those childhood dreams? That's that's basically what you want to talk yeah. about. And what were the childhood dreams? Whew. Well, let's start with you. Do you remember what you wanted to be? Let's say, let, let, let's break it down because we've all changed as the mm. years go on. Exactly. So I think the first thing I can remember would probably be like first or second grade. So, at first and second grade, what did you want to be? Probably something dealing with animals. Honestly, I can't remember much as a kid other than, let's play on the playground. (laughs) 
Okay, fair <laughs> enough. I I remember um, probably kindergarten, and that was one of the things. Um, and I don't know, did you have Mrs. Leffen? Yes, I did. So we had the same teacher. We go way back. We just don't remember. It's too far back. But I remember that was one of her things. She was always wanted you to look at the future and what you wanted to do. And I remember standing up and saying, I want to be president. God, what is wrong with me? Why would you want to rule the world? It's so much work. It's not even ruling the world. You know, and as you get older, you find out. Because when you're a kid, you think the president's in charge of everything. Oh, you just want to be president. I'd rather rule the world. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and, and now as you get older, at least I, I've realized that the president is a lot like the Queen of England. True. He can he can make suggestions and, and do things within the law that allow him or her, because there's a possibility we'll have a female president here soon. You know, they can do what they what what within the law they want to do, but they can't just go, I declare this and it happens. And as a kid, that's what I thought it was. And you know, I grew up a middle child, as you did, mm-hmm. and you just want to declare anything and somebody to listen to you. <laughs> I did. It's called right makes right. It might makes right. There <laughs> we go. <laughs> might makes right. All right. So what what's the first thing you do remember? I remember for the longest time, probably around fourth or fifth grade, maybe younger, it was started out as wanting to be either an archaeologist, which is why I was laughing when you started reading about Egyptology. Okay. Or an architect. Okay. Those were the two that I was always the most interested in. All right. Now, for me, I wanted to be a lawyer for a long time. I, I Don't make that face at me. <laughs> they can't see it. <laughs> it was precious, though. You should have seen it. <laughs> yeah, we'll go with precious. <laughs> so, I wanted to be a lawyer. And not only did I want to be a lawyer... I wanted to go to this little school out on the East Coast called Harvard, and I wanted to be a Harvard lawyer. Because I think I saw it on TV. And on TV, it's so impressionable. You know, and I and I thought, this guy, or I, I couldn't tell you where I saw it or whatever, but obviously something about it stuck in my head. Because I was like, I want to be a lawyer. I want to be a lawyer. For years, that's it. I wanted to be a lawyer, and I wanted to go to Harvard. I didn't make it to Harvard. I didn't make it to be a lawyer either, so... Hey, um, you got into theater, same difference. <laughs> I did do a lot of theater, especially in high school, and even now, occasionally, you'll catch me on stage. But, um, you know, so that was that was always the big dream for a long time. And then, um, once I was in the high school, um, I honestly didn't want to go to college at that point. I thought I would end up in, in like a paper mill or something like that. Something, you know, something like my parents did. But, um, my, my mother, whether it was right or wrong, said, you're going to college because you can. So I went to college. Gotta love mothers. I made three semesters before I got kicked out because I decided, you know, partying and, and, and doing things that weren't school were more important than school. So you're a typical college student. Yeah, yeah. And um, so that was, you know, and then after that, I don't know, I kind of got wrapped up in the whole, you know, I got engaged, I got married. Um, I went into retail. I did retail management for years. Um, and then I eventually got sick of retail management <laughs> <laughs> because let's be honest, it's retail management. And then I went back to school and, 
And it came down to two things when I went back to school. Because at the point, at that point in my life, I was into computers and I was into food, you know, cooking and doing that kind of stuff. So, you know, before we just jumped into it, Nikki, Nikki uh, said, you know, let's, let's sit down. Let's look at the pros and cons, what we got to do. You know, do we need to move to do whatever? And so that's what we did. We sat down and I said, okay, you know, with computers, I can go get a, a networking degree. I can do it right here in town at the, at the tech, you know, um, to do, to be a, to get a culinary degree. The closest thing I could do is I could go to the tech school up in Rhinelander of all places had a culinary Really? I thought program. Minnesota was the closest. But when you look, when I looked into it, it wasn't, it, it taught you to be a short order cook basically. And I'm like, I can do that without going to school. So I, I actually looked into um, uh, uh, Cordon Bleu in Ooh. Chicago. And, of course, we had to move. And at that point, we had um, both of the girls, actually. <laughs> so it was, you know, and they would have been real little because that would have been about, oh, 99, 2000. So, actually, mm-hmm. we would have had Emma at that point. We wouldn't have had Molly yet. Um and, you know, just for financial reasons, whatever, I decided to go into computers. And honestly, I regret it every day of my life. <laughs> I mean, not that I have a bad job. I have a good job. I have, I, you know, they, they pay me well. Um, you know, there's, but it's just the whole, the whole slog of it. It's always the same thing. It's always day in and day out. You do the same thing over and over and over where you know, in my head, I think, well, if I'm a, if I'm a chef or I'm a cook or whatever you want to call it, at least the, the menu changes, you know, at least, you know, whatever. But so that that's and then now I've been doing what I've been doing for, you know, 12 and a half years. So where does the time go? You know, once I figure that out, I'll let you know, because my my goal when I started at my current job was five years. And then we were going to move. We didn't want to stay in Wausau. You know, that was. <laughs> that was my thing. Now, what about you? Ooh, let's see. For me, recap. Fourth grade, fifth grade, archaeologist, architect. Got older, got older, got to high school. Really had no plan. Surprise, surprise. Let's see. Was dating somebody, but not too serious. So I decided I was going to be a nanny. I was looking into all the nanny schools. And then I got serious. And then I decided I just needed to be as far away from home as possible and still be in the state. So I decided to become a teacher. So I went for three years to a university where I promptly married somebody else, <laughs> got pregnant, and had to raise a family. So I entered the workforce, did manual labor, and then got, thank goodness, an office job. Which, while some people say that's terrible, trust me, it beats being on your feet 24-7. <laughs> At least it feels that way. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, uh, I have an office job as well. Um However, I do have the perk. Occasionally, I get out of the office, which is kind of nice. Um, sometimes. And sometimes it's a real pain. But, you know, it is what it is. So, okay. So, then you you um, had your daughter. Had my daughter. And then became a single mom. Yeah. So, then I got to be a jack of all trades. And that's when you came back to the Wassa area. Yeah. And actually, that's about the time we reconnected. Exactly. So. Surprisingly, in my future husband's basement. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I actually remember that night distinctly because <laughs> you walked in and I'm like, I know you. And you looked at me and I could tell you're like, I like, I know you too. And it, 
I don't know. I don't remember if one of us said something and we're like, oh, holy. You go, Tracy. That's right. Yeah. Chad. Yeah, that was it. And it was, it was kind of, it was kind of weird too. And do cause... you remember what I said? I, I, I'm pretty sure my husband, I can't believe he talked to me after that. A trip. <laughs> No, I don't remember what you said. Probably a good thing. We'll pass on that. No, no, no. no. What? I, we're reminiscing now. We're reminiscing. All the dirty secrets are coming out. At that time, you wait a little bit more. And me, being the oh-so-blunt uh, <clears throat> person I am, decided to go, Chad, you're fatter than I remember. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> fatter than I saw you last time. I'm, suffice to say, people, my diplomacy skills need some work. Still to this day. Yes, and this was the first time introducing to our new group of friends. <laughs> so, yes. It right, was. yeah, and actually we can thank uh, Jake for that, who unfortunately is no longer with us. True, true. But uh, he's the one that brought you along because you guys work together. Yep. So I remember that. Um, God, yeah. So, yeah, it was a long time ago. Yeah, that's got to be... Cat was, I think, seven, so about ten years ago. Wow. So, yeah, um... Yeah, because I, I saw you once in the mall. Yeah, once or twice. Once outside of the grocery store. Yep. And that was about it. Yeah. And then uh, then we started hanging out again. Um, and then you married Mike. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, Our girls are roughly the same age. Yep. Yeah. You, Kat's 17. Emma is 16. Mm-hmm. And then I also have a uh, 15-year-old daughter. And then um, and then there's a big gap. <laughs> <laughs> And then we start my next generation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you kind of did it. You gotta a, catch up, man. Uh, no, <laughs> no, I do not. <laughs> you don't want to pass little little ones running around. No, in fact, um, modern medicine has made it so I can't, and I and I'm grateful for that. I will happily send mine over. <laughs> I, I have never said no to watching your kids. Thankfully, you haven't asked a lot, so I haven't had to. No, uh, <laughs> so but no, um, but now that brings us to the modern age. In this current day and age, I found out that I'm currently going to be unemployed in the near future mm. due to the economy. So that makes you think, all right, I'm now ancient. I do not have a degree. <laughs> she is not ancient. I, okay, I'm slightly younger than him. He's older than dirt. So whatever's younger than older than dirt. Yeah, I'm older than her by <laughs> 26 days? No. Oh, 18, I thought, wasn't it? Uh, well, my birthday's the 8th and yours is the 26th, yeah. right? So whatever that is. Yeah, I'm not uh, doing math. But- 18 days, you're right. Yeah, 18 days. Yeah, you used to rub it in my face all the time when we were kids. <laughs> yeah, because that helped. <laughs> I'll just probably ended up, up, that's all. It probably ended up with me getting my face rubbed in the dirt. It usually did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She was, she was kind of, you know, she was kind of vicious and for some reason... In a I loving kept, way. And I kept going back. <laughs> <laughs> yes, honestly, I'm a sweet person. Oh, come on. I was hoping for a spit take there. Most of the time. Mo- yeah, I was I was drinking. Most of the time, she is a sweet person. Unless you get on her bad side. I mean, and then um, run. Yeah, just run. It's, it's safer <laughs> that way for everyone involved. But anyway, that brings me up to my new quandary. What do I do with my life? Do I find a new job? Do I go back to school? Do I rely on the lottery? And ideally, what would happen if I won the lottery? Hopefully, she'd share with me. Maybe. Just just pay off my bills. Trust me. Yeah, I know. Trust me. Trust me. I know. Pay off my bills. I would be the happiest man in the world. Even for a year. Oh, my goodness. Honestly, if you just paid off what I was behind on, <laughs> I'd be like, woo! Yeah. Yeah. 
So I was starting to think, other than it was really getting down, you know? It's like, man, school, unemployment, job. Okay, that's boring. What would I do if I won the lottery? Okay. So, well, for one, I would be staying home with my kids. Though I know most people would probably run in the other direction. If you've ever met my kids, they're... (laughs) It's tough love. Love hurts. I have rambunctious little boys. That like the headbutt on occasion. Yes. Me, themselves, the dog, the cat, their sister. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I would I would love to take send my daughter to whatever school she wants to go to. Maybe buy a summer home up there so we can come up and visit. <laughs> she would love that. I know. Maybe take the boys on vacations. Maybe hire a nanny on occasion. There you go. <laughs> that was hot. You know, when I had little ones, man, you win the lottery, all you think is, man, I can pay for daycare. <laughs> because that has got to be the single most expensive part of having children if you're if you're not a stay-at-home parent. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. A daycare has been a thorn in my side for as long as I can remember. <laughs> Okay, so you would send your daughter off to the college of her choice. Yes. You would be able to make, uh, you know, like, set money aside for your sons for when they go off to college. Yep. You would uh, take that, you know, you'd be able to go on vacations, that kind of stuff. What else? I don't know. I'd like to just take random classes just because I can. I'd like to take Latin classes, history classes, pretty much anything that would probably never get me a degree unless it was in, <laughs> unless it was a liberal arts. But, uh, Would you like fries stuff. with that? Pretty much. Fifteen carat double diamond ring because I can afford it because I'm rich. No, probably not. I'm cheap too. Like, you know, that was always the thing. I've always said to Nikki because when we when we got married, I bought her a relatively small ring because that's what I could afford. And we got well, we got married young. We were twenty. Well, she was twenty one. She's an old lady. <laughs> oh, I hope you edit that one. <laughs> no, no, no. Just leave that in. She knows she's old. Um, and I was twenty. And, you know, so the ring I bought her, it was it was not expensive. I mean, all three of our rings put together, the engagement, the, the, the two wedding bands, was under $1,000. That's not nothing to sneeze at at that age. No. It's Especially to, back then. Right, and lots of payments. And, you know, you, I was still kind of living at home at the time, so there wasn't a whole lot of other, you know, so, but... You know, and I've offered over the years to replace them with something, you know, a little more elegant or whatever you want to call it and she's always poo-pooed that idea (laughs) um so you know it is what it is but so you know but um where was i going with that i wish i knew all right so anyway back (laughs) to you so you would buy a 15 carat ring yeah give it away randomly have you have you seen those bath bomb things or those candle things where they Give away like like up to a ten thousand dollar ring in them. No. Oh, they're awesome. I want one so bad. What do they charge for those though? I have absolutely no idea. Because you know, actually, that's kind of funny. Um, a friend of Nikki's gave her a candle that has jewelry in it. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't expect. I don't know if it's that brand or not. But I'm like, how much do you pay for that candle? It's like the ones you see that have money in them. Yeah. It's like, okay, so. Most of the candles are going to have a dollar in them or a couple dollars in them. Exactly. But there are candles that have like a hundred dollars or a thousand dollars in them. So how, you know, you got to make money because otherwise you go out of business. So how much do you charge? You know, I've never looked, but I'm wondering how much you charge for that candle. Obviously enough to keep doing it. <laughs> right. But I mean, is it like, I mean, I'm not paying $30 for a candle on the off chance that there's a hundred dollars in there or a thousand dollars in there. 
That's maybe that's just me. But yes, but in these, it's jewelry. And yeah, the one she has has got jewelry. Yeah, I mean, come on, it's jewelry. It doesn't matter if it's costume jewelry or the real stuff. Let's be serious. Unless you're a jeweler, no one knows the difference. That's true. I, I'm not a jewelry guy, as you can tell. But, um, yeah, uh, I guess it's kind of cool. Yeah, it was a, that would be awesome. And I totally lost my thought of where I was going with this. But, oh, giving away jewelry. Oh, yes. Yeah, well, you were talking about things you would do if you win the lottery. Ah, uh, yes. You know, the typical altruistic, you know... Bail out friends, family, you know, put so much aside, spend so much, blah, blah, blah. But you know what? I'd like to have fun, too. So I'm thinking maybe keep a million aside. Well, there you go. Get I out mean, of your system. I mean, just a mil. You know, it's, it's kind of funny. One time I, I said to Nikki, I said, well, well, what would happen if we had a million dollars in the bank? I'm like, you could almost live off the daily interest. Yeah. I mean, and never touch that actual million dollars. You know, and she figured it out, and she's like, well, it's only like 250 some, And this, I don't know what it is now, but at the time, she's like, it's like 250 some odd dollars a day. Was that I'm like, a day? <laughs> and then when she thought about it, she's like, oh, yeah, I suppose. I'm like, that's a grand a week. Just an interest. Yeah. I think I could figure it out. I mean, at first, you'd spend it really quick because you'd be paying bills and yeah. getting all that kind of stuff paid off. But it's like, I think I can figure this out. <laughs> Instead of, are we going to have ramen tonight? It'll be, would we like the organic beef or the veal? <laughs> I want the stuff from from uh, the Kobe beef, you know, where they feed them alcohol and massage the cow. <laughs> have you heard about that? No, but that just sounds like a precursor to something I don't want to get into. <laughs> you know, actually, there's a comedian that does a bit on that. And he's like, he's like, you know, they, they feed their cows alcohol. And he's like, just think if you were talking to your buddy. Yeah, so I, I was giving the cow a beer. Why are you giving the cow a beer? And then I gave him a sock. Are you trying to tell me something I don't want to know? <laughs> yeah, that'd be my first thought. But you know, that's what the, they they literally do this in Japan. They they give their they give them uh, I think it's sake, and then they massage the cows, and it's supposed to be the best beef in the world. And I'm like, if I won the lottery, I could find out. <laughs> Sorry, man. That's just a little creepy. I don't want people feeling up my <laughs> feeling up my meat. <laughs> Unless it's the butcher. <laughs> hey, I'm a girl, man. Get your mind out of the gutter. <laughs> I can't. All right. It, it resides there. You should know this by now. <laughs> so anyway, um, now I've always thought about the, the 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 thing too. You know, it's like, what if I win the lottery? Obviously, you know, you pay your bills off. That that's the given. I mean, nobody ever really says it, but to me, that's like the first thing. First paycheck or first yeah. check you get, it's like, how much do I owe you? Make it rain. Pretty much. Next, <laughs> you know that kind of thing. But then it's like, what do you do with it? You know, obviously, you give some out to charities or to research. Like, I would give some to the 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 uh, American Diabetes Association. We would give some to the American Heart Association. You know that kind of stuff. But, you know, depending on how much you win, you know, you can only give so much that you can write off anyway. <laughs> uh, you know, and then what do you do? I mean, there are places I want to go. So, you know, Nikki and I would travel. I would quit my job. <laughs> what? You mean you wouldn't continue to work pro bono? No. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, I just don't believe it. I, I wouldn't even work... <laughs> Pro share. What, would you even come into work or would you just make the phone call or an email? Maybe no, I, no, I would actually go to work. I, I have thought about this. And Who be, because my job is so dependent upon me, 
and the things I do within that job, I would go in the day I want and I would say, you have a month. Hire my replacement. <laughs> I will train them whatever amount of time you give me. And then I'm gone. Because you got to get that first check anyway. And that That's takes true. a little bit of time. Yeah. So I would actually say, I will give you a month after I get my first check. <laughs> <laughs> Unless I get bored. <laughs> But no, I mean, you never want to burn a bridge because you read about these people all the time. They win the lottery and what's the first thing they do? They're they broke. Blow it. Yep. You know. And I'd like to say I'm smarter than that. But until it's in your hands, you don't know. I know I'm not smarter than that. <laughs> However, my husband is. <laughs> That's true. So I'm not too worried about that. My husband would make sure we don't, we, we don't overspend. But. Yeah, so, I mean... Other than that, there is, there's a couple vehicles I've always wanted to own. I would own a Jaguar. I've always wanted to own a Jaguar. Um, I would own a, and this one you're going to kind of laugh at probably. No. Uh, 1967 Super Beetle. Really? Yes. With the, with the diesel stacks up the back. Are we talking like, a, is that like an, or, 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 the love bug type? Yeah. Okay. It's, it's like a Beetle, but they, they, they lifted them. They put big tires on them. And it was a diesel engine, and they ran two stacks out the back. They are absolutely gaudy as hell. <laughs> but I want one. <laughs> I can't say I've ever seen one. I will now have to Google it. <laughs> and then, you know, other than that, I mean, those are the two cars that I've always wanted. And I can't afford either of them, because if you find a decent Super Beetle that somebody has done the work to, you know, it's, it's as much as like three or four cars. And, well, Jaguar is as much as three or four cars. Easily. Easy. Yeah. And if you sit down and then you go on their website and you build one, <laughs> it's more like five or six cars easily. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, and then the other thing I would do is um, anybody that knows me and people out here have probably heard me talk about it too. I have an issue with weight. So I would hire a, uh, a personal trainer yep. and a cook. Oh, definitely. And I would be like, okay, guys, here's the only rule. Personal trainer, whip my ass into shape, <laughs> cook, cook me good food, but make it taste good. That usually is the job of a cook. And no quinoa. None. No, that's supposed Ever. to be... That's supposed to be... It's disgusting. Is it? I would... I'd have to actually be able to cook to be able to... Nikki's mom is a, is a big fan of quinoa, and I just... The texture, I know it's, it's just a grain, you know? But the texture and every, it just, I, no. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't I keep fishing, picturing like fish eggs, little caviar? No. I like that? No. No, it's more like a barley. Uh, you're, you're, you're t if it's not gummy white, I don't know what it is. <laughs> um, It's like half the size of a rice grain. Okay. But split open like a barley. Why in the world would you eat that? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but you know, other than that, you know, of course, you give money to your parents, and there's that select group of friends that you give money to, um, you know, and, and um, you know, like, in my case, I have two brothers, so I'd give them a little bit of money, you know, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. But it's like, I think about it, and I'm like, what would I do with it all? And I can't even come up with, I really can't. I can't come up with, because I can't wrap my head around the idea of a million dollars, let alone multi-million million. dollars. 
you know, so. Take me to the Mall of America. I could find something. Well, I'm sure, yeah. I mean, there would be, there. I'm, I guarantee, I have two teenage daughters, there would be shopping trips. <laughs> there would be college paid for. <laughs> oh, yes. That would be the big one. But, you know, I, I don't know. It's just one of those things. You, you can't really wrap your head around it. It's like when people talk about the deficit. You know, we're $20 trillion in debt. That sounds bad. <laughs> but if somebody were to say to me, you know, quantify a trillion for me. A lot. <laughs> More you know, than I will ever see or conceive in my lifetime. Well, yeah, it's just it's just one of those things where the, the whole concept of it all, you can't really wrap your head around, you know. True. So. Well, let's see. What would I do? My, there, there would be a definite difference between what I would want and what my family would want. And the nice thing is you would have enough money to do it all. Yeah, but mine usually involves about 400 acres in the middle of nowhere with nobody around. And I live with a bunch of socialites. And, and a bomb shelter. Oh, yeah. Prepper house galore. It would be awesome. <laughs> See, you could go through your money real quick. <laughs> oh, yes. I have, have you ever watched, I'm sure you've watched those prepper shows. I have them memorized. Where these guys are like <laughs> building these things out in the middle of nowhere and they're like, we spent $200,000. And I'm like, What? For what? I buried a boss. Yeah. <laughs> That's nice. No, I don't want to live in a bus. I want to live in a self-sufficient, secure home with internet. <laughs> well, if the apocalypse actually comes, I don't think internet's going to be there. Yes, but I'll have my ham radio for entertainment. Okay, fair enough. I, you know... In the meantime, I do have kids to entertain. That's true. But just think... You could buy everything they'll ever need. Just make sure that when you buy movies for the time that you spend in the fallout shelter that you age them appropriately because, yes, right now they want to watch Dora the Explorer. <laughs> but in 15 years, they're not going to want to watch Dora the Explorer. You don't think so? No, I'm pretty sure. If I ever hear the phrase sticky tape again, I will vomit. Sticky tape? Sticky tape. Dora the Explorer. The most evil episode ever is Benny the Bull yelling the entire time, Sticky tape! Sticky tape! I am traumatized for the rest of my life from that episode. I have no idea what that is, but just listening to you, it makes me laugh. It's not funny, man. I think I have therapy for that. Sure, that's the reason. Dude, my parents have to go to therapy for that because they were forced to listen to it at the same time. <laughs> All right, so, okay, so 400 acres, middle of nowhere, fences, electricity, uh, no, that's too... Electricity is, is difficult. That's expensive. Unless you've got a good solar array, which of course I would. But <laughs> I'm just listening to you talk about how... And I'm thinking, well, there's a few million gone. Oh, yeah. And it's got to be a hobby farm, too. Well, of course, you got to have radiated meat to eat. Well, you got to have stir-fry. You've got to have... Uh, stir-fry? Stir potluck. Yeah, the rabbits. You need uh to have... <laughs> Stir fry and potluck the rabbits. I love it. Well, you gotta have some fun. Yeah, there you go. Na uh, name your meals. I already have my. What did I? Oh, I already have my older boy telling me that if he ever gets a pet rabbit, I'm not allowed to eat it. <laughs> this is apparently a concern of his. Yeah. Well, is he in any danger of getting a rabbit? Not in this lifetime. Okay, so then <laughs> let him let him be worried about it. <laughs> and in a couple of years, or a couple of days, he'll forget about it. No, this is kind of an ongoing thing. He seems to be really worried that he's going to get a pet rabbit and I'm going to eat it. Well, you probably would eat it. I would, because that's about all they're good for. Yeah, I agree. Rabbits are tasty. Rabbits and squirrels and... Squirrels a little gamey. 
Well, you gotta get the big fat ones. If you get those skinny gray uh, squirrels, they're kind of, yeah, they can be gamey. Yeah, not to mention take forever to clean. I don't have that problem. You know what but I But that's do what for? you got to cook for. You know what I do with food? I go to the store and buy it. Somebody's already killed it for me. Yeah, it makes it a lot easier. <laughs> I, I think my absolute favorite um, thing that I've seen on the internet ever was this little ad in a, in a newspaper, right? And somebody had circled it and put it on, on Facebook. And it said, like, um, killing animals is wrong. Uh, hunters should be banned. If you want meat, go to the store and get it where no animals were harmed. Or something like that. And I'm just like... Uh... It's like, I felt my IQ dropping. <laughs> because it was so... So horrible. I'm like, my IQ has just dropped four points. Well, didn't you know? The supermarket animals are all happy. And they're all actually tofu. No animals were harmed in the making of this food. Tofu animals. Mmm, doesn't that sound tasty? Tofurky? Tofurky. Tofurky, mmm. No, I... <laughs> you know, I don't mind tofu as an ingredient in something. If it's made properly, it's not bad. But to take it and... and, and you know, because people have done this. It's like, okay, I get that you're a vegetarian. And if there's vegetarians out there listening to this, I'm sorry, but you're wrong. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. But to take it and go, okay, I'm not eating turkey for Thanksgiving, but I'm going to carve this tofu in the shape of a turkey. Then I'm going to give it a turkey flavor. And then I'm going to make it everything a turkey isn't. And then I'm going to serve it so we can have turkey tofurkey dinner. And yeah, just eat a damn turkey. Ooh, can you throw it? Can you at least throw it in a big vat of boiling oil and blow it up? Ooh. That might be worth it right there. It might be. I don't know how I wonder how tofu would do in a turkey fryer. I'm not sure. I wonder if any of your viewers well, would know about that. If you do, send me an email to uh whose podcast is it at gmail.com. Because especially if you have video. Oh, <laughs> even better. But um yeah, I don't know how tofu would handle oil. I Huh. My father in law has a turkey fryer. I'm feeling an experiment coming on. Of course, he might not let tofu in his turkey fryer. <laughs> I can't say I would blame the man. But anyway, so, um, you know, and then, um, I guess, where are we at here? What, what, what else you got to talk about? Wow, gee, I've pretty much done my talking for like the next year. I'm, I'm... Yeah, I know. You're not, you're not a huge talker. No. But, all right, so let's wrap it up here. So, Basically, um, you were going to be a teacher. Yes. I was going to be a lawyer. I'm not a lawyer. You're not a teacher. Unless CCD counts. <laughs> well, yeah, I do that too, but I don't really count that as teaching. That, I that, might, that. Be, that might be being a lawyer too. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, on the grade level. Like, like, like I've told you before, this is my last year doing it because my, my youngest daughter will be confirmed at the end of this year. So... I'm going to be like the uh, dealers in blackjack and I'm out. <laughs> but, um, you know, um, I've done it for, uh, I think this is my sixth year. Yeah, it must be. Let's move in then to the, the next segment here, which is where I do my teaser for next week. So now next week, um, you know, I haven't had a girl on until um, a couple weeks ago. And then, um, now you're the second one and next week is my third one. I have a, uh, a young lady 
uh, by the name of Nicole Schwalbach, who is uh, is going to join me. Um, she's a friend. Uh, she's she's a friend of mine now, but I actually uh, went to college with her husband. And about a year and a half ago, we ran into each other and we started hanging out. And so that's how I got to know her. So I haven't known her very long. However, I did get her into the hobby of role playing. Awesome. So I'm hoping, fingers crossed, that uh, she's going to talk about her new passion in role playing. And I will hopefully after next week be uh, 1 in 12. Thoughts? Yeah, that's what I thought too. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not putting money on that. I'm not either. So um, at, at this point, um, I am 0 in 12 in guesses. Um, I am going to rejoice the day that I ever get one right. And I've had a couple now that have been like, not really, but kind of. And I guess this would qualify as those not really, but kind of. But I count not really, but kind of as a loss. So, uh, but Nicole's coming on. So I'm hoping, like I said, that she uh, she talks about her new uh, her new passion in gaming. We always like to bring new people into the hobby because, um, you know, a lot of us are getting older. Speak for yourself. I love Young chicken. <clears throat> you know chickens only live like a year. That's why they're young. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I didn't say I didn't say plan on making it a long time. <laughs> so um so we'll see what uh Nicole has to say next week. Anyway, um so next is mailbag. I still haven't received an email. I know I said by episode ten, but then we realized that until episode eight I didn't give out the email address. So <laughs> exactly. So, so anyway, um, as I said earlier, and I'll say it again, it's called, it's, uh, whose podcast is it at gmail.com. It will also be in the show notes, which, uh, we started doing as well. Um, so let's get some emails in here. Something I can read in this segment. Um, something that, uh, you know, I don't care. Tell me I'm doing a horrible job and I should crawl in a ditch. I don't care at this point. I just want to start getting that email in, get people interested if you listen to this, and I know there's 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 a few of you out there that do, I, I get about 25 or 30 downloads per episode, share it out. I mean, I put it out on Facebook, but if you're listening to it, take the time, just hit the share button, throw it out there. Um, of course, you can um, check us out at uh, Point of Insanity Games or on Podbean um, and, and uh, you know, go from there. So um, now down to the last segment of the night, and this is the segment where I bring Tracy back into it, and um, this is where I get to make myself feel good because I read a quote, and I ask them to guess who said the quote. Now, I must admit, in, in my they, they are slightly ahead of me. They are at 1 and 10 before tonight. Ooh. One person did get it right. So here we go. If you are ready. Go for it. The great thing about celebrity culture is they can't seem to stop themselves from displaying their ridiculous behavior. I feel it's my job as a serious investigative journalist to witness all kinds of behavior and then report back to the audience through the prism of my own anger and bitterness. I'm going to guess a night show host, but I don't watch any of those. <laughs> no, actually... <laughs> um, and I don't know if you're familiar with her or not, and that's unfortunately something I do. I, I pick them... And then I have no idea if the person knows or not. But it was Kathy Griffin. She's an actor and a comedian. I was going to say, that's a comedian. Yes, she is. And uh, she turns 56 on November 4th, the day this drops. So 
Happy birthday, Miss Griffin. I'm sure you're listening. Of course. <laughs> exactly. They knew I was on. I'm going to draw at least 31 hits on this one. Well, yeah. You know, Myself because. And I. Right. You're going to listen to this one. <laughs> All right. All right, everybody. We will talk to you next week. Thank you for listening. Good night. <laughs>